The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars Summon by Summon episode 2520. All right, I don't really want to talk about this, but I feel like we kind of have to talk about this, so I think we kind of do. I don't know. I guess we'll just see how this goes, but, you know, the whole J.J. Abrams thing that came up, like, uh, all right, let's just get into it. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, a new daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, here we go, we're legislating the sequel trilogy again, or at least that's kind of what the, you know, sum of substance of this ultimately amounts to, right? So, J.J. Abrams is celebrating the 10th anniversary of his movie Super 8 and he's doing press for it. And because you're involved in Star Wars, you can't get through an interview without being asked about Star Wars. And so this case, the folks at Collider asked him about the sequel trilogy and in particular they asked him about the notion of planning and the question that was put to him was whether he thought that the sequel trilogy would be better off if it had been a strict three movie plan like basically if they had done a you know three act structure kind of thing or if he particularly enjoys and likes the opportunity to do things kind of on the fly and see how the characters develop and what happens. And I'll put a link to the YouTube video with the excerpt of the interview in the show notes for the show at sw7x7.com so you can listen to it for yourself if you want because I do think contextually it helps to actually hear the dialogue as it happens in real time. But for all intents and purposes, J.J. Abrams answers the question by not answering the question. He does not specifically say, yeah, the sequel trilogy would have been better if it had had a plan or a three-act structure or a three-story arc, three-movie structure, anything like that. What he does say is that he says, I've been involved in a number of projects that have been, and then he says, in most cases, series, so he's talking about his work in television, that have ideas that begin where, and I'm not even going <laughs> to read the quote further because basically hearing the quote it reminded me of that Donald Rumsfeld thing from way back in the day in the Bush administration where he talked about there being known knowns and unknown knowns like things that they know they don't know and then unknown unknowns which are the things they don't know that they don't know right like it's basically every sort of possible situation that J.J. Abrams talks about in his answer. Like, sometimes you have a plan and it's great, and sometimes you don't have a plan and it's great, and sometimes you have a plan and it's bad, and sometimes you don't have a plan and it's bad. And ultimately, he comes down to the idea that it's better to have a plan than not have a plan, even if the plan goes out the window, basically. And so he is saying this in the context of being asked the question specific to the Star Wars sequel trilogy and so the implication is that that's essentially what he's saying. <sighs> well first of all I do want to note that it does seem like just um so Adam Chitwood is the guy 
who did it for Collider. And, you know, he's pretty clear in the article that he's coming from a place of, like, I actually like the way the handoffs happen from J.J. Abrams to Ryan Johnson. And so, you know, he seems to be coming at it from a complimentary standpoint, but he's also identifying the fact that there is a certain subsection of folks that were not happy about it. And so basically, you know, the story ends up catering to that subsection of folks by even, you know, raising the question in the first place. And the fact of the matter is we don't know the whole story and we'll probably never know the whole story. In fact, there's probably a very, very small group of people that are able to tell the full story and probably never will. We do know that there were treatments that were turned over by George Lucas in the sale of Lucasfilm to Disney. We do know that elements of that treatment were used and things were moved around in some cases. There have been things before Pablo Hidalgo went into shutdown mode where he talked about, oh yeah, well, you know, this was supposed to happen in seven and we moved it to eight and this was supposed to happen in eight and then we moved it to seven. So there was a plan and you know the plan was adapted for seven but then again their plan was also abandoned to some degree in that at the end of the force awakens luke skywalker is discovered on this island and the reason why he's on the island is unknown i don't think we've ever seen anything suggesting that jj abrams knew why luke was on the island so that was never part of his plan at the time if there was even a plan it seems like he and larry kasdan arrived at the same conclusion that michael arndt had which is that every time luke came onto the screen it was like oh man what's luke skywalker gonna do and so in order to kickstart this new trilogy they had to keep him off the screen that was the plan and it basically kicked that can down the road to Ryan Johnson, who has said in interviews and said in interviews before the release of The Last Jedi, so just being so we're clear, it's not reactionary stuff. He has said that the first thing, the big thing that he had to do was figure out why Luke was on that island. Like, that was the nut that he had to crack. And once he had an answer for that, then everything flowed from there. But the fact that he had to figure out why tells us that they didn't know. There wasn't a plan. Or whatever the plan was in the treatments, if that was any part of it, then, you know then it was just you know abandoned put to the side done something else with there are story treatments uh, not story treatments um concept art treatments as early as 2013 of luke as a hermit on an island so this was not an you know an unknown thing or a surprise thing and i'm not sure <laughs> really at this rate what this is going to resolve i mean you know, The Force Awakens was a highly regarded and well-reviewed movie. The Last Jedi was a highly regarded and well-reviewed movie. The Rise of Skywalker, eh, I mean, not as much. And even when we think about the original trilogy, right, when George Lucas decided to make the special editions, he didn't change story elements. I mean, the, the biggest, most controversial thing he did was have Greedo shoot first, and it reflects on the character of Han Solo. But he didn't make Darth Vader Luke Skywalker's uncle instead of his dad. You know, he didn't make Leia suddenly, you know, a stepsister by, you know, a marriage twice removed or anything like that. The story was the story. And it's that way with the prequels, and it is that way with the sequels as well. And so this notion of would it have been better with this, that, 
I just, I don't know if we need to have this conversation anymore, quite honestly. It is what it is. I mean, it's just, you know, love what you love, and as long as it's not hurting somebody else, then be happy for somebody else loving what they love, even if you don't love it, as long as it's not hurting someone else. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, that's the last we'll talk about that, <laughs> and that is going to do it for the show today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.